Hello, and welcome to a special combined edition of the Giant Splash and the A's Plus podcasts. I'm John Shea, National Baseball Writer at the San Francisco Chronicle. Why the combined podcast? Well, we're thrilled to hang out with Stephen Boat, who has made headlines on both sides of the bay. The popular catcher spent years in Oakland as a two-time All-Star and three-time Catfish Hunter Award winner as the most inspirational player, and now he has crossed the bay to join the Giants. And what a debut. Three hits and the game-tying home run with two outs in the ninth inning. That's how you bring rival fan bases together. I spent time with Stephen Vogt in the dugout in Cincinnati, and we chatted about his impressive comeback, his new team, his old team, and there's a never-before-told Willie Mays story, even a reference to Kevin Durant and Draymond Green. So stay tuned and catch us after this quick break. Welcome back to this special combined Giants Splash and A's Plus podcast. I'm John Shea, and I'm with longtime A's catcher and current Giants catcher Stephen Vogt. I begin by asking about returning to the majors after his long rehab from shoulder surgery and missing all of last season, and then making his Giants debut after they fell down 8-0. He entered mid-game, got three hits, including a game-tying homer in the ninth, and they rallied to win in 11. Yeah, I mean, obviously you said it. It's um, There were so many emotions last night from the comeback win to being back on the field for the first time in Major League Field since you know 2017 and um, just playing for my childhood favorite team and <clears throat> really being a part of a historical comeback um, that really kind of gives us a resurgence here in this clubhouse and in the in the dugout. I really felt like that game last night uh, got everybody going. So it's a, it's a really special moment um, putting on the Giants uniform for the first time, something I will never forget, and uh, just a truly an honor and um, to help contribute to a win like that. Uh, was, was so so much fun. So your your family was here. Did you anticipate something big was going to happen? Because we're a long way from California, and your wife and three young children are here. Yeah. And, and you talked about how meaningful they were for you during this journey to get here. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was a no-brainer, you know. Um, they would have been in San Francisco if it was possible, but um, just I wanted, unfortunately, I'm really glad I didn't get into the game the other night at home. Obviously, we had the walk-off win, but just so that my wife Alyssa and our kids could be here. Um, you know, obviously they were here every day. They were with me every day throughout the surgery, through the rehab, through the uh, uncertainty of the winter. Well, are we going to get a job? The good days, the bad days, the, the I'm never playing again days to the I'm ready days. They were there for all of them. And so to have those four people that are the most dear and special to me um, here, you know, I'm, yeah, my boys probably won't remember that moment or for what it's worth, but um I know, I know it was just important for me to have them here and just to, to share that with them. I'm not sure anybody was more popular when you played for the A's during your time across the Bay than yourself, yet you grew up in Visalia, a Giants fan. Yeah, you played in the Bay Area, but the Giants were your team. Who, who was it? Bonds and Clark and Williams and everybody, early 90s? Yeah, so the huge Will Clark, uh, Matt Williams, Robbie Thompson. Um, you know, all those guys, that, that team in the early 90s was really what made me fall in love with the Giants. My dad had been a Giants fan. My grandfather had been a Giants fan. So, And then Bonds, you know, obviously through his record-setting years and just his tenure with J.T. Snow, Rich Aurelia, um, 
you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go on and on, but um, just loved the Giants, loved, uh, I guess it's Oracle now, but it'll always be Pac Bell to me. But uh, just those moments and getting to watch those guys play um, now to be a Giant is, it is, it's, it's special. Well, you didn't hit this home run to tie the game for Baltimore or Cleveland or Minnesota. You did it for your childhood team. How extra special was that, if at all? I mean, it is. I, you know, I keep focusing on the fact that, um, you know, number one, I'm just I'm proud and happy to be back in the big leagues. And, uh, it's a lot of hard work and, and just fortunate for the opportunity I've been given to earn my way back. But, um, you know, it, it was it felt a little little different. Um, you know, as a kid, you grow up and you hear, you know, Dwayne Kuyper calling home runs. And now there would be forever a clip of, you know, Dwayne Kuyper calling a game tying home run. And. Um, you know, like you said, I, my years in Oakland were so phenomenal, and I will that'll always be home. You know, there's going to always be something special about Oakland and the A's organization that, you know, we watched our family grow from, you know, one child to, to three children there. And, you know, so we have a lot of memories there. But um, definitely last night, given just kind of the magnitude of the night for the team, for myself, and just hitting a homer for, to, for the Giants was Definitely one of the one of the coolest moments of my career. So Longoria hits the home run to put you up one in the eleventh, and Will Smith pitches the bottom of the inning, the final out. You have the ball, you give it to him, he gives it back yeah. to you. Now there is meaning behind that because Will Smith knows how important that ball was because he had Tommy John surgery and Nick Hundley kind of did that for him one day. He pitched like the fifth or sixth inning in his first day back, and Hundley made sure to get him the ball even though he didn't finish it. Now, what did that ball mean to you when Will Smith gave it to you, and and what are your plans for it? Uh, I mean, <laughs> that, that that was such a cool moment, um, you know. And for him to, you know, he flipped me the ball and just said, "Hey, man, this one's for you for the road you've come back from, and you know, tonight's tonight's yours," kind of thing. And uh, just it meant it meant the world, just because you know this is a group of guys. Yeah, I spent all spring training with them, but I was still kind of rehabbing, and so I didn't get to be around them a ton and so to have them just kind of embrace me this quickly has been has been special so um it, it'll definitely be a ball that's very special to me it'll be in the front of the uh the, the trophy case where i have all the my signed memorabilia and baseballs it'll it'll definitely be one of the one of the top items now you mentioned spring training there was a real special moment that i witnessed and it involved willie mays now you were in the clubhouse and you talk about how uh, uh was your father a willie mays fan and you know, here you are, and the team was on the road, and I was in the clubhouse, and Willie was sitting at the table, and you happened by, and you made eye contact, and and maybe what happened next? I mean, it was it was really an amazing thing. Yeah, I well, you know, obviously it's not very often you get to meet somebody that's done as much for this game as Willie Mays has, and you know, top top three, top two, top top player of all time. You, you know, wherever you fall in in the argument, but um. He, he meant a lot to my grandfather and my dad. You know, my, my grandfather used to listen to New York Giants games on the radio as a kid in Oklahoma and um, always talked about Willie Mays when we were kids. My dad always talked about Willie Mays when we were kids. And um, so for me to get an opportunity to meet him and I, and I wanted to share the story about my grandfather with him. And my grandfather had five brothers, uh, grew up on a farm in Oklahoma and they listened to every Giants game and Willie Mays was their favorite. And then my family moved to California right when the Giants did right before and it just kind of it locked in and so I, I wanted to share that story with him and uh, just kind of tell him how much you know I respected him and what he's done for the game and the Giants organization as a whole so it was a really special moment for me.
And by the way, you talk about they're from Oklahoma. The Oklahoma kid, Mickey Mantle, was there, and they're still a Mace fan. Yeah. Uh, but but he he it was a great conversation. At one time, he said, "Well, how many home runs did you hit?" You said, "Well, I hit 18 one year and in, in 15." And he says, "Well, that's pretty good for a catcher." Yeah. Boy, that's a compliment. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. When Willie Mays says that's pretty good about anything you do on the baseball field, he, you uh, you cherish it. So you, you had a picture taken, and then you had him sign it. Yeah. So I I, I got I had I, I asked him if I could take a picture with him. I, and so we did, and then I got two copies printed out, and I asked him to sign both. And um, one day I'll give each one of those copies. I have two boys, Clark and Bennett, and um, you know whether they whether they understand it or you know I'm gonna talk to them about the history of baseball. And now that I get a chance to play for the Giants, it'll kind of help correlate. You know, the greatest Giant of all time. Daddy got to meet him, and uh, hopefully they'll they'll enjoy it just as much as I did. Great stuff. Your relationship with Buster Posey. I remember speaking with you at at an All Star game a few years back. Both you and Buster were there, and I asked, you know, you to speak about him and him to speak about you. And he said he's a big fan. He called you the epitome of baseball. You do what it takes to get it done. What, what is your relationship with him? And I mean, he's a three-time World Series winner, MVP, Rookie of the Year, batting uh, crown. Uh, you you name it, he's done it. But you're, you know, you're looking across the bay, you know, uh, as a catcher with the A's. I mean, obviously, uh, I've respected Buster Posey from the time he, you know, got into the game. And, you know, being a Giants fan, before I'd made it to the big leagues, the 2010 World Series, I was still, I was still pretty happy when the, when the Giants won it. The next two, not so much. But, uh, um, you know, for me, it was, you saw the talent and you saw the way he, I love the way he carries himself on a baseball field. I love the way he, uh goes about his business it's he's a he's a true pro and you know unfortunately he just makes everything look so easy um and i'm kind of the opposite at times but uh the respect i have for him just the the relationship we developed as um you know kind of going against each other you know it it was we had we had a little one going and we talk a little bit every time we'd play each other but i think there was just a mutual respect and obviously i have so much respect for what he's accomplished on the field and, and off the field he does great job so He's somebody I, I look up to and, and want to learn from, for sure. So Eric Kratz is here, and he was in Milwaukee last year. You were in Milwaukee last year rehabbing. You you, you were a, a key member of the team the previous year. You, you got to know him well. What was that like? And the fact that you're both here, and he's had a journey a little bit longer than yours, and he's playing and uh, you know still succeeding. What, what is that like, you and him? It, it's been great. You know, I, I played against Eric you know, throughout the years in AAA big leagues. Um, and so last year when we were able to be on the same team in Milwaukee, uh, it was special. Our families got to know each other, and he's, he's one of my good friends in baseball. And, um, you know, he he came into Milwaukee and was an instant leader in that clubhouse. And, um, you know, it was just really special for, for me to get to know him last year and the way he carried the team in Milwaukee down the stretch, you know, behind the plate. And, uh, you know, now to be in San Fran, you know, at the same time and, um, it was really cool. I was really glad that he was here last night kind of to see my first game because he was one of the people that was with me every step of the way in Milwaukee last year, watched the rehab, and uh, we were able to, to really just gel as teammates and as friends. So he's, a, he's, a, he's an extraordinary human. He's an unbelievable leader and, and a great catcher uh, and baseball player. He's, he's going to you know continue to do great things. Now we can't end this with me uh, without me asking you uh, about – 
the impressions you've always done. And you probably won every talent show you've ever been a part of. Uh, you know, Stephen Vogt doing Chris Farley doing Matt Foley, the basketball officials. Is there anything next uh, that, that we might see? And uh, and by the way, you've been following the NBA playoffs. Would you give those quick technicals to, yeah. to Kevin Durant and and, uh, and Draymond Green like those guys are? And, uh, yeah, just just wondering if you performed uh, during spring training in front of these guys. Do they know your act like the Oakland guys do, like the Tampa Bay guys do, like I'm sure the Milwaukee guys do? Yeah, they've seen a little bit of it. Okay. I did some referee for them. But, uh, you know, we're going to continue to just kind of, as the season progresses, hopefully show them a little bit more. We're maybe working on some new stuff or, you know, who knows. But um, just, you know me, I, I always like to have a good time. I always like to just keep things light. But at the same time, I'm going to play hard every day and, uh, really learned how to turn the, the com- comedy routine on and off and understanding that, you know, there's times you got to be serious and times you got to have fun. But uh, I'm always going to be playing with a smile on my face and just grateful for every single day I get to wear the uniform and it's a little extra special putting the San Francisco uniform on. Quick trigger or uh, not no, a qu- okay. not a quick trigger. I think uh, <laughs> they're trying to take control of the playoffs, yeah. which I understand. But, um, you know, I, I We'll see. I think the Warriors, uh, they're in a good spot, and I, I love watching them play, and uh, I'm rooting hard for them. So we'll see what happens. Well, congratulations uh, on your Giants debut. What a wonderful day that was and uh, for your uh, journey and returning to the major leagues with the, the team you rooted for as a kid. Yeah, thanks, John. We want to thank Stephen Vogt for sharing his stories and also thank you for listening to this special joint edition of Giants Splash and A's Plus Podcast. A's Plus is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief. If you like this show, please subscribe, tell a friend, or give us a review. Follow me on Twitter, at Susan Slusser, or you can email me at sslusser at sfchronicle.com. Support A's Plus and a lot of great journalism with a subscription to the San Francisco Chronicle. There are print and digital editions. Find out more at sfchronicle.com slash subscribe.